five, four, three, two, one. Let's go. Diary of a Kitty Warrior. Sharing faith, knowledge, hope, and love. Hi, and welcome to Diary of a Kidney Warrior podcast. My name is Dee Moore, and I am a stage four kidney warrior. This podcast is dedicated to encourage, educate, and inspire as we explore all aspects of kidney disease, chronic illnesses, and health. If you have any questions or ideas for topics you would like me to cover, please get in contact with me on social media using the handle Diary of a Kidney Warrior. In today's episode, we are talking about the health benefits of walking. My guest today from Birmingham, England is Patrick White. Patrick is a musician, producer, promoter and founder of Walking to Wellness. Patrick joins me to share how walking helped him lose an incredible 10 stones and helped him reverse his type 2 diabetes. Hi and welcome to Diary of a Kidney Warrior, the podcast. How are you doing today, Patrick? I'm doing well, Dee. Thank you for having me on your wonderful podcast. Oh, you're very welcome. It's uh, wonderful and a pleasure to have you here today. And we're going to be talking about walking. Now, walking is one of the exercises that a lot of people kind of overlook. They don't even recognize that it is exercise, but actually walking is an amazing form of exercise. It's low impact and so it can be done for long periods of time. It improves fitness, cardiac health, alleviates depression, fatigue, improves mood, creates less stress on the joints and reduces pain. It can prevent weight gain. It reduces the risk of cancer and chronic disease. It can improve endurance. It can improve circulation. And studies show that walking reduces the risk of stroke, improves blood pressure, slows your resting heart rate, reduces body fat, body weight and cholesterol. I mean, you can't just say just walking when you hear all of those amazing benefits And I know that walking has had a significant impact on your life and your health. And so tell me about your story and how walking has changed your life. Okay. Well, um, as far back, well, not, yeah, as far back as I can remember, I've, I've had an issue with my weight. So you're talking at least from the age of about seven or eight um, I've had an issue with my weight pretty much all my life up to this point and I'm now 52 so because um, I'd done diets in the past and lost weight and put it back on that whole yo-yo thing and that seemed seemed to be the pattern of my life um, when I became 49 I decided right because I was about at that point, at my heaviest, I was probably about 24 plus stone. When I was about 49, I was probably about in the 20s or mid-20s. I didn't really weigh myself, but I know I was around about that. And I decided, right, I'm going to be 50 next year, so I'm going to lose. I at least want to get to like 18 stone. That's my first um, milestone. And so I joined a gym. And actually, even then, thinking about it, 
I walked to the gym was about a 25 minute walk whereas I would have easily got on the bus I was that guy that I'd catch the bus to the next stop yeah <laughs> yeah how sad is that so um but I decided oh let me just like push myself and challenge myself then so I actually walked it to the gym so I was doing like 25 minutes cardio before I actually got on to do any cardio um, and then walked it back and so I'd done that but my focus changed and um, so I didn't hit the goal that I wanted to when I did hit my 50s but what happened is my lifestyle had changed because I'd um, because of the business that I was running which was a studio so I was actually out more and I was walking and I was moving so then the weight was coming off but I didn't realize because I hadn't made a conscious effort to do that so so I was just generally moving about walking to the train station then from the train station to the studio then when I'm at the studio I'd be you know setting up for clients and doing that and keeping fairly busy so um so yeah so that that's that's what happened and um yeah so the weight started to come off and at the same time coincidentally my appetite started to diminish as well so not only was I moving more but I was eating less and not missing the food even though I still ate well when I did eat but if I, sometimes I just eat once for the day so I wouldn't have breakfast. Some people would have classed it as intermittent fasting, but the thing is it wasn't premeditated. It wasn't like, oh, I'm going to intermittent fast or do anything like that. It was just how my lifestyle was, being a studio owner and still doing music as well. Um, so, yeah, so I was just moving more, eating less. And then one day, because like, my wife just got sick and tired of me, pulling up my trousers every two seconds even <laughs> though I had a belt on so again these were all signs and and the best indications but not thinking about it so it was like okay she just says just go on the scales one day and then lo and behold I went on and um yeah I was about 18 and a half then so I'd actually reached wow. this magical figure of you know being in the 18s which you know had eluded me and I really wanted to get to and I'd been near but never near enough so yes but from that point so we're talking about 2019 now Mm -hmm. so from that point then I consciously made an effort to say right my next goal is going to be like 16 and a half stone or 16 16 somewhere around there so then that's when I consciously Continued doing what I was doing, but then increased the walking. So, for instance, my studio was on Broad Street on Five Ways. So instead of taking a train from my house to get off at New Street to catch another train, I decided I'd walk it from New Street. So, again, that was just a 20-plus minutes, 25-minutes walk. Again, the more you do things, it starts to increase and get faster as well because you're moving more. So, mm-hmm. um, So I would do that. So... I ditched taking the other train um, and just walked it um, there, have my normal day, so I'd be still moving a lot, then walk it back to the train station and sometimes I'd be cutting it close, so I'd be kind of power walking (laughs) and and, and trying, and especially when it was during the Christmas period, trying to navigate through the German markets and all that. So I just made uh, a conscious effort then to do that and then little by little you know I was losing I was just kept on losing like a pound a week two pounds a week and then lockdown happened yes um 
yeah so um yeah uh, when lockdown happened i saw what the potential of what could have happened to me because all of a sudden now my appetite started to get a little bit yeah. more <laughs> again and um yeah and definitely not moving a lot i mean i'd literally literally i'd get out of bed and sit on bed sit on my bed because i got tv and sky up there and i'd literally not like probably most of the nation be glued to the news all day and especially because it's like now my income's going to be affected now so you're looking for that that glimmer of hope that you know this is going to pass soon and what's going to happen so but then it started to weigh heavy on me cuz it's like okay this doesn't seem like it's going to be ending anytime soon so i had to make that conscious decision cuz i did start to gain weight slightly but I, I was like always determined that I'm not going back to where I come from no way no how so so yeah so I just started walking and at first still I thought right oh, I'll be out how many days because I'd be working every day pretty much I'd be at the studio so I thought let me get out every day but hello that didn't happen either so I probably went out once or probably twice for a week and I thought nah and then I did gain four pounds and that was in a one week period. I mean, that could have been water retention. That could have been anything why that happened. But then I decided I don't care how it happened, but I'm I'm going to do something about it. And that's when I took the walk in to another level, starting with just doing an hour, which was 30 minutes, um, 30 minutes one way, 30 minutes back and just kept on doing that. But then I realised that my phone would always say congratulations you've done your 10,000 steps of the day and I was, I was realizing that it wasn't doing that no more even though I'd been doing walking for an hour so I kind of calculated I need to probably add another 10 minutes each way to that and by doing that it'd be like I, I got my 10,000 steps in daily and then my body just craved it because at that point I was doing it every single day um, without fail because I wanted it to be my body's drug of choice that it would be addicted to so even if lockdown was to stop tomorrow that I'd my body would crave wanting to move want, want, want to keep on uh, walking so yeah so it just increased and it increased till I started to do up to two hours um, per walk and then those, that two hours a day then turned to four hours a day. So wow. doing like doing two hours in the morning, then back out in the evening. We were in lockdown. What else was I going to do? Yeah. Um, watch, t- watch TV or, you know, just get further depressed by the news and, you know, what was happening globally. Um, I just thought, now nah, I'm just going to get out there. And, you know, it was the best thing that could have done because you know just connecting with nature just being out and some of the benefits you read it was just there so both physically and mentally as well um and just being out and as much as i love the hustle and bustle at the same time just the stillness that was around because everybody was just indoors and hearing the birds sing and the weather was nice it was great i was thinking to myself well why wouldn't you do this you know and then Boris said, like, you know, you should get out, get an hour's. But I was I was already doing that and I'd already determined that I'm not, no matter what they say, that I have to go out and get that me time. 
to just be out walking. So yeah, and that's what happened and just continued to encourage people via video because I know that a lot of people were anxious and dealing with anxieties. So I just try to encourage people, just get out there for, you know, even if it's 20 minutes, you know, if it's even to the end of your road and back home, just get out and walk, just do something. And that, that was more geared towards their mental health more than than even like their physical health at, at the time really so yeah that was that's it hopefully in a nutshell um obviously i've tried to truncate the um the journey no no that sounds amazing so you started with a certain amount of time and then built up over time because everybody's journey is different and yeah. I'm aware that some people listening might have very, very low energy and might think two hours, oh my gosh, you Mm. know. But it isn't about, you know, it's your individual journey, isn't it? And as you said, even if it's walking to the end of the road and walking back, it's getting moving, it's getting your body moving and and that is what's going to, you know, get you healthy, keep you healthy and Mm. help your mental health as well. Now, I know that for yourself, in terms of your health, it benefited you. So how did it change your physical health? Well, um, about 14 years ago, I got diagnosed with uh, type 2 diabetes. Um, So, and then that was really the, the major, my major, major thing. But then my blood pressure started to creep up kind of being borderline as well so like like high blood pressure uh, diabetes and the thing is even during this journey so really this journey was if I charted it say from when I did turn 50 or wet like having the studio that was about a two-year period so even though within that time I was losing weight I still wasn't managing my um, my health properly in terms of um, the diabetes and my sugar intake. Right. So I was still because I love pop, you know. I'm, <laughs> I'm just just I'm just going to put it out there now. I love pop or soda, whatever you want to call it. We're from uh, Birmingham. We say pops. So yeah, that's yeah, fine. yeah. It's we pop. say we say pop. <laughs> but just for our American listeners or anybody else globally, might they'll understand it's soda yeah so um so even though I was losing the weight I was still drinking I was still having quite a bit of sugar right um because it's addictive and you know again just like you've researched into the walking you know if people took the time out to research the effects of something like sugar it's actually more addictive than cocaine and that that is like when you tell people that they're like wow really mm-hmm. and it, but it is because sugar it is and it's damaging uh, as well in some aspects it could be even far more damaging to be quite honest over a a period of time i'm not trying to um advocate the use of no we're definitely not advocating just just disclaimer yeah just gotta put that out there (laughs) but yeah so um so yeah so um if i'm totally honest beginning of last year so even with the weight loss i started to get some pains um that really the the doctors couldn't they when i did get an appointment they they didn't really know what was happening these were really sharp niggly pains that i'd get mainly at night when i was going to sleep um and it would just come out of the random so um 
of course, because I was diabetic, then they're going to, you know, whether or not it might have been a cause of it, they're going to say, well, because my sugar was still high regardless. So that's when I made, you know, made the conscious effort that, well, you know, it's great doing this and walking and moving more, but I have to manage my diet as well. So then made a conscious effort to like really, really lower, um, you know, the amount of sugar that I was um, intaking, um, especially you know, via like sweet drinks and stuff like that and all those good things, which I've not totally eradicated if I'm going to be totally honest, but it's it's at a manageable level. But, you know, good news is that I've actually been able to become diabetes free. Wow. Now. And that, Congratulations. So, yeah, so that's in, a, in the course of literally, I'm going to say from lockdown really, because still before pre-lockdown my sugar was still high and whatever but just really making a concerted effort um I think what was mind-boggling to the doctor that first called me is that that it wasn't with medication so that my wife says well you know should you really still be taking because we know that all these tablets and all the things we do they deal with symptoms, but then you've got the other side effects that you can have. Yes. So, so she was saying, well, really, should you really be, still be on this? Um, and I thought, and I, I hadn't really thought about it because I thought, right, because I'm trying to manage, you know, my health and be responsible. So, you know, let me, because I, I, I was never a tablet taker. So again, even with the diabetes, that would that would be an on and off, you know, an on and off thing. But um, so I thought, well... You got a point here. So I can't remember exactly when. I'm going to say September or October, sometime like that. I decided not to take none at all. So I came off the medication. So I hadn't been taking medication for basically about five months, six months. So for my results, when I went to get my blood checked and to know that I was actually normal on multiple tests and knowing that I hadn't taken a tablet in six months, uh, pretty much then then um, I think that's um, they literally called me to have another one uh, test straight away because they, they they couldn't believe um, but yeah so um, yeah and within the course of that that year um, or within the year of lockdown I probably lost a further two stones so I was about wow. 17 I'd come down to about 17 which was amazing but yeah I came down even more so and still on the journey still on the journey because it never it never ends. That's one thing I'd say. It's with with your health and well being. It's not a destination. It's a journey. So yes, you know. So it's an ongoing journey. As yourself, as you know, D. So um, so yeah. But so that's the story. That's the story today in terms of my health and well being. Being able to reverse uh, my diabetes and my blood pressure is coming is coming down as well. That is fantastic because as you may or may not know diabetes type 2 diabetes is the number one cause of kidney failure and high blood pressure is the second highest cause of kidney failure and so what you've done in terms of your health and you know reversing your diabetes has also resulted in reducing your risks in in other chronic illnesses so it's such a powerful thing and for those out there to hear that to lose a significant amount of weight and also reverse chronic illnesses as well is a massive thing and 
it is possible through walking and through diet changes. And as they say, it's 80% diet, 20% um, exercise. And there's a saying that you can't out-train a bad diet. So, you know, the two go hand in hand together. So what you've achieved is absolutely amazing. Thank you. So I know that you have paid it forward in terms of what you've learned in terms of your weight loss journey, your health well-being journey, mm-hmm. and you started a virtual walking group yeah. called Walking to Wellness. Yeah. So please tell the listeners about Walking to Wellness and how they can become a part of it. Okay. Well, if I backtrack a little bit, again, pre-lockdown, because it was now becoming quite apparent and people did start seeing because we were allowed to go out still <laughs> then at that time. So it became noticeable to people about my weight loss. So I thought, right, at the beginning of the year, I'll start a group, but I called it the 30-day challenge because I thought, right, just for a kickstart, because I know anybody that's been in the positions that we've had where we've had struggles with our weight loss, sometimes it's just having that impetus and just having that little kick or somebody that yeah. can so I, so I basically started a, started a page called the 30 day challenge and purely what I wanted to do was just to help my friends my family anybody within my circle you know that were struggling with with weight loss to um to to, to help to address that so we had about 36 members um so we we engaged those who were on it. We engaged quite a bit to begin with, but then again, like, then lockdown happened, which would have been the ideal time to continue. And we were still engaging, but not on a regular basis. But what was happening during lockdown and me walking? I was posting a lot of videos, just encouraging people to get out there, get out of your house, please walk, just do something, and it can help in various ways. Um, so the name came to me in about August, mm-hmm. about walking to work, because I was thinking, well, even though I've not physically met a lot of people, but it's it's become quite apparent now I've become a champion, like, oh, I'm championing walking. So so the name Walking to Wellness came to me. So I changed the name of the, of the Facebook group from 30 Day Challenge to Walking to Wellness. Um, at this point, I'd started to have friends who were local to me come walk with me like on a Sunday, um, on a Tuesday and, and various people would just like, oh, where do you walk? Where are you? And so I was I was starting to walk with different, well, mainly still with friends, which was really good. And then, yeah, I, I think I shared with, with two of my friends who I called the two amigos, well, well, Together we're the three amigos. <laughs> and, I, and I said about like setting a challenge mm-hmm. um, to see because kind of hearing people and and listening, most people seem to have at least had put on probably half a stone to a stone being at home. So I thought, right, it's September now. I had the idea, I ran it with, with the other two amigos. I said, you know what, I'm going to put a challenge out there to see who wants to lose a stone by the end of 2020 which is which is more than doable because you're talking over three months Mm -hmm. so that would literally be a like a pound what yeah maybe a pound a pound a week or something like that um so I thought let me put it and then the response was just phenomenal 
Um, people like, I'm in, I'm in, I'm in. So what I did, I just directed them over to the Walk Into Wellness page. Mm-hmm. Um, and then so from 36 people, my original 36 um, crew, um, literally it was about, I'd say an average of about 200 people per week were joining. So by by time I got to about four weeks, it was over a thousand people um, within four weeks. And then it just continued to to grow exponentially. So we're, we're just under 2,000 now, so we're at 1,900 and change at the moment. But yeah, it's grown um, globally as well. So um, some of the countries, you've got the US, you've got Canada, Italy, France, um, Portugal, Canada, Philippines, Australia... Um. Yeah, so I've got and Truly other places. Yeah, so yeah. it's so it's so it's grown, and people are walking. And what I love is that people are engaging. So it's not just numbers for numbers' sake, but people are literally joining the the um the walking to wellness family, as I like to call call, call them, and um and feeling the love and the support. And it's just people like you and I, just everyday people that are just encouraging each other. Um, to 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 be the best versions of ourselves that we can be, and people seem to be comfortable within our environment, um, which is non-judgmental, just just about encouragement and really trying to help everybody reach their their maximum um, capabilities, whatever that is. So whether it's to lose weight or just to get fit, or whether it's mental health as well, because we've had people, I've had people join that purely joined just because they, they they suffer with depression anxiety um and you know it's what what it's great to to see some people have posted like i've not you know i've not gone out yet but the, the posts are really encouraging me and they're really you know and then you just see a few weeks later or what could be a month later two months that they do their first post and says i'm out and it's just like yeah, and and it's just like everybody. I mean, with walking to world, there's, there's no I um, in in the. It's it's all a team effort that makes it work, really. So yeah, so that's so that's that that's the um, that that that's the format that that we we using. Um, um, but how, but we are looking um, to ex- expand that and to make it into a non profit company, and then just. Again, just try to get out there and um, promote health and wellness as much as possible. That is absolutely fantastic. It's wonderful to hear that everyday people working together, encouraging each other, whatever background you're coming from, whatever level of fitness you're coming from, it's wonderful that you've created a safe space for people to connect and to grow and to mm. get fit and as you said lose weight and all those physical and mental health benefits so how do you join the walk into wellness group well because we're just on facebook at the moment if you have a facebook account then you can just literally type it in you don't have to be an actual friend or a friend of a friend um you can literally if you're on facebook just type in walking to wellness and then it should come up and then just send um just send a request and then 
I add you to the group. I mean, that's, it's as simple as it's as simple as that. Fantastic. So do you have a a final word of encouragement to the listeners? Yeah, um, what I would just say is that, you know, we only come this way once. Um, I I was listening, I was listening to a little, um, well, it was a talk by Warren Buffett. I mean, for those who know Warren Buffett, he's like a super billionaire, one of the richest guys in the world. But he was giving a talk and he made this analogy which was really good. He asked the young people like university students, you know, if I could give you right now any car that you wanted, um, that's your car, great, you get it. But more than likely, the age you're at, you will change that car, even if it was your dream car. At some point, you're going to change that car. And that's what life is like. You know, we get things like cars and houses and we want bigger or better or smaller. So we change. But the one thing that we're going to carry all the way through life is our body. Mm-hmm. That doesn't change. Well, it can change physically, but we only get this one body. Yes. So what I would say is to look after, like when he said it, it was just like a thunderbolt just hit me when he said that. Because it literally, this is one thing that we're guaranteed that we'll only get one of no matter what we do to it. So look after it the best um, you can because you'll give yourself a much better chance of survival and fighting off anything that can happen to you because we never know what could happen. But if you're fit, healthy and strong, then it makes for a a better life um, and a better quality of life. So, yeah, that's the message I would say. Just get out there and just walking doesn't cost anything at all walking is free one thing that was was a a driving point for me is that I need to take advantage and walk while I can because I never know what's going to be around the corner Um, and I don't want to be you know god forbid that if I ended up in a wheelchair or something looking out on the blue skies just wishing I could walk again just do something that I couldn't do that I could do before and I don't want to be in that position to think you know I had all this opportunity to do it and I didn't and now I want to and I can't so so just get out there just walk and it's not about quantity it's about quality as well so whether it's 10 minutes or 15 minutes um, it doesn't really matter just move actually just even standing up which I didn't even realize just standing up you actually burn if you want to lose weight you're burning calories by just standing up which I which blew my mind when I found that out. So if you want to lose weight, walking is a, can be really good. But as Dee already um, alluded to, you know, it's 80% what we eat, 20% exercise. So, you know, if you want to lose weight, then try and, get, try and strike that balance and just make the small changes. If you're going to walk, you don't have to do two hours or up to four hours like I've done. As I say, just start small and then your body will crave it. Then you will want to do more as you can, as your schedule allows you to. So, yeah, but look after yourself because nobody else is going to look after you um, like you are going to look after yourself. So be um, responsible for your own health and well-being. Thank you. You're welcome. Thank you so much for joining me and sharing your story and sharing such amazing advice and 
for your group walking to wellness um based on facebook and um, yep. so to the listeners out there you're looking for some motivation check out the walking to wellness group and yes thank you so much patrick and thank you Dee, for having me i've had a wonderful time and you've looked after me very well thank you very much oh thank <laughs> you <laughs> thank you for listening to diary of a kidney warrior podcast don't forget that you can contact me on social media using the handle Diary of a Kidney Warrior. Please do subscribe to the podcast and please do tell a friend. New episodes of this podcast are released every other Monday. Until next time, take care and choose to live. Diary of a Kidney Warrior. Sharing faith, knowledge, hope and love.